Hello. Welcome to my Sober Militia podcast. Today's episode is called Core Beliefs, A Crash Course. I finished my blog yesterday by stating that today I would begin to break down individual core beliefs in an effort to learn how we can begin to change our perceptions of those beliefs. The idea, of course, is by changing our perception of those beliefs, we can then change how those beliefs affect the way we approach our daily lives. However, as I began writing core belief number one this morning, it occurred to me that not everyone is aware of the concept of core beliefs and how they fit into the way we view our lives and the world around us. As I mentioned in yesterday's blog, Perceptions and Core Beliefs, it took me a while to understand the idea of core beliefs and how they affected the way I approached, well, everything. Through over a year of therapy, I was finally able to access the concept and put it to work in my life. While I have begun to understand how it works and I have been able to implement it in my life, I am far from mastering the unlimited potential present in this revolutionary concept. What is a core belief? A core belief is a principle a person holds, either positive or negative, that ultimately guides the way a person perceives the world around them. Core beliefs are generally formed at an early age through repetitive occurrences of a specific action or event. For example, if a person is repeatedly left by people close to them, over time the person may form a core belief that they are unlovable. Once a core belief is formed, a person tends to only see actions or events that support that belief, whether or not those actions or events are actually present. Someone who believes they are unlovable may be surrounded by people who do love them, but they will concentrate on the one person who recently left because that action actively supports the belief that they are, in fact, unlovable. This irrational thinking continues until the core belief is challenged, at which point the person then has the ability to begin to form a new, more positive core belief. The irrational thinking that supports a person's core belief is one of the most interesting aspects of this concept. Speaking from experience, I can say that my ability to find the evidence to support my negative core beliefs was unparalleled. Looking back now, it is difficult to comprehend because I have changed some of my core beliefs and I can't imagine thinking the things I thought back when I was using alcohol to escape my reality. I will talk about this in a lot more detail as I begin to explore different negative core beliefs we tend to hold, especially as addicts. In the meantime, I'll give you a quick example of a core belief I held for about seven years that completely altered my ability to do something I loved. I was told by someone close to me that I couldn't write and that I should not be putting my writing out into the world. While this may or may not have been accurate, the fact that it came from someone I loved and trusted affected me to such an extent that I lost all ability to put words to paper for over seven years. The core belief I formed was, I cannot write. So I didn't write. I believed it, so it was true. Obviously, I have changed that core belief to, I can write. And whether that core belief is accurate or not is irrelevant. I believe it, so it's true. Perception. Core beliefs and perception are closely related because our core beliefs affect the way we perceive the world. 
As I said earlier, if we believe something to be true, our perception is that it is true regardless of whether we are right or wrong. There is a famous quote by Napoleon Hill that supports this idea. Whatever the mind can conceive and believe, the mind can achieve. I truly believe there is no limit to what we can do when we believe we can do something. Since becoming sober, I have adopted some behaviors along these lines that I will share with you now because when they are actualized, I want to be able to say, see, I told you. The day I quit drinking, I began writing again. Since that day, I have realized that writing is one of my truest passions, and therefore, I now believe that I will write professionally. I believe it, so it is true. Wait and see. Since realizing how tightly correlated core beliefs and perceptions are, I have become somewhat obsessed with these ideas. How could I not? I have personally witnessed how the simple change in the way I perceived something has effectively altered my entire reality of that thing. For example, I once believed that drinking alcohol was one of my favorite and loved activities. I believed it, so it was true. After reading Annie Grace's book, This Naked Mind, I began to see alcohol as a poison and something I no longer want in my life. I believe it, so it is true. I now have no affinity for the thing I once loved. It really is that simple. Now that we have a basic understanding of the concept of core beliefs and perceptions, it's time to truly dive into some of the addict's common core beliefs. These core beliefs effectively keep us from seeing our potential and the potential we have of living an alcohol-free life and a life free from addiction. Remember to comment on these blogs with your thoughts and feel free to offer some of the core beliefs you have held and struggled with so we can unpack them together. Core belief number one, I am powerless. This morning I got up and as usual, sat down to start thinking about what I wanted to write about and uh, bringing up these uh, new series of blogs about core beliefs. Um, I started thinking, what is a you know really key core belief that uh, most any addict would hold? And... Uh, when I came up with it, I, you know, I, I liked it and I thought, well, this is going to be good. It's also going to be a little controversial, which is fine. That's kind of what we do here, right? Um, but I started writing about it and then it occurred to me, I'm like, well, how many people really have spent time thinking about this idea? Um, for me, you know, it's been a year and a half of constant, you know, um, attention to this idea. And so it's something I think about all the time and it's become very you know, relevant in my life and what I'm doing. But I figured there might be a lot of people who haven't really been exposed to it as an idea or concept. So I thought, well, before I actually start writing um, individual core beliefs and unpacking and exploring them, uh, I should do one more blog just kind of talking about what they are, what they mean, um, what it looks like in our lives. And so that's what I did today. It was meant to be just a simple little recap or, um, like I said, crash course in the idea of core beliefs and how they affect us. Um, I think that uh, core beliefs and perceptions are very closely related um, in how we approach the world. Um, of course, you know, if you hold a core belief, that's something you strongly believe in in, um, in your life. And your perception of that core belief affects how you then relate to other things that happen around you, whether or not they're actually true. 
And I think that that's the, the key there, right, is how we see things, you know, our perception, how we look at things um, ultimately affect everything about how we act in our lives. And for me with alcohol, it was the most blindingly obvious thing I've ever seen. Um, once I changed that belief about alcohol, um, it just disappeared because um, I used to love it. It used to be one of my favorite things. And uh, and so it made it harder to quit, right? It's that idea that like, you know, giving up something you love, you're going to mourn that thing. And if you're mourning something, that's a difficult time. Um, but when I changed my perception of alcohol and saw it as a poison and something I no longer wanted, um, then there was a no mourning when I stopped drinking it. It just stopped and I didn't want it anymore. And that was just one of the most amazing things I've ever experienced. Um, and so that's been a lot of fun to kind of start playing with that idea and other aspects of my life too. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm still learning. So there's a lot, a lot of, uh, a lot of room to grow. Um, but I mentioned in the blog, one of the things that I've, um, I've begun to uh, put this into effect for in my life as well as like goals and how I see, um, a goal as something that it actually is rather than something I want and, you know, watching how that unfolds uh, before me. So, um, tomorrow, um, we will then begin to unpack these, uh, core beliefs and, uh, start looking at them one by one, how they can affect the way we see things and how they affect the decisions we may make. So tomorrow um, I'll do core belief number one, which is I am powerless. Thanks again for reading my blogs and listening to the podcast. I appreciate you guys. Uh, don't forget to check out my website, xstopwriting.com, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Be well, be safe, be strong, stay sober. <laughs>